This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy H2O, and I'm the latest guest on the Kicks and Shit Show. Make sure you guys check it out. What is good, everybody? We are back. It is... Your boy Gerard and your girl Gabby, episode 68 of the Kicks and Shit Show. <laughs> Quick one, in, out, you know. Yeah, one take, Gerard, that's all it takes, right? <laughs> listen, right? listen, listen, listen. Of the um, 68 episodes we've done, right? Like how many actual, oh, we got to start that over. We have not had a lot of those, all right? This has been a, a smooth transition. I agree. I mean, I just think we should have included that as the first thing. You know, Tron, I don't want to create a false sense of perfection with our audience. <laughs> like, we just get this right every time. Let's keep it 100. No, listen. It's your boy, Gabby, and your girl, <laughs> Gerard, here. Let's we, listen, listen, listen. We, we get it right 98% of the time, all Which right? I think it's better than most. You know what I mean? <laughs> better than most. Better than like most. I like to keep it real with our audience. Listen, we, we, we are keeping it real with our audience. Um. Normally, I start off, Gabby, asking you what's going on in these streets, and uh, we will get that get to that. I do want to start off with just, you know, some sort of poignant and more more serious topics. Um, uh, when this episode is released, when you guys listen to it, it is the 20th anniversary of the September 11th attacks um, on our nation. Um, I'm sure everyone can remember where they were, what was happening at those times. Um, you know, it's always a good time to just reflect and not only remember what's important in life, but, you know, those that, that, that lost their lives, um, you know, it, it, it was a moment that for sure, um, obviously shaped and changed the way that, you know, we operate as a country in so many different ways. Um, uh, that is the first thing. The other two things, um, the famed actor, Michael Kenneth Williams, he played Omar on the wire. He was chalky white on board, on boardwalk empire. He was also in Lovecraft Country and The Night Of on HBO. Um, he tragically died of an overdose. And um, Fuquan Johnson comic also uh, died of an overdose. And, you know, this isn't one of those things where it's, hey, you know, let me make this about me or whatever. It's, it's not about that. Um, you know, life is hard. And no matter what we see on the outside... Um, that is shown to us on Instagram or on social medias, other platforms or whatever. 
you do not know what is going on with people. And it's all the more important to, you know, people say it and it's cliche, but no, actually do it. Check in on your friends, on your people, on your family, you know, people you have those kinds of relationships with that, you know, even acquaintances who you talk to regularly. Just see what is going on with people and just ask them, hey, how are you doing? Like, you never know, you know, what that could do for someone. Um, and I'm sure you have thoughts you want to share as well, Gabs. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think, you know, this pandemic also has really magnified a lot of these issues and brought them to the forefront. And I think it's important to talk about it, right? Because we all have our struggles. And I think there's nothing wrong with coping in the way that you need to cope. But I agree, there's a real power of connection that, like, when I ask someone how they are, I'll follow it up with, okay, how are you really? Because I, I think it's important to have those real conversations because I agree with you. You never know who's going to be impacted by that conversation just to know that they're a thought, that they matter. And I think that's really important. I think accidents happen. But to be able to be connected to people, especially with everything going on, the world's a really tough place right now and more so than ever. And that's okay. It's okay to deal with things and to go through things. But, you know... Reach out to your loved ones, your friends, your family. Yep. I can't echo what you're saying enough. That is that is the shared human experience, right? Is that the difficulties and trials and tribulations, right? Yeah. Even even pandemic aside, like life just in general is hard. Like don't get it twisted, right? And think that it doesn't look hard for so-and-so on Instagram or so. It's like, okay, but you Instagram are- Instagram is not reality. Exactly. That's you are, you are getting- not reality. You are getting highlights. The best of is what you are getting on Instagram, right? You don't know what is actually going on behind the scenes. Um, and so, again, to to Gabby's point and what, I, what I'm saying is make sure, you know, see what's going on. And you you do you do, in fact, never, never know. Um, so, again, uh, rest in peace to those two men um, and condolences to their families, of course. Um, tragic and condolences, of course, to to all the families uh, still grieving um, loved ones who who died um, uh, on 9-11. Again, the, the 20th anniversary. It's kind of hard to believe that it's it's been 20 years. Um Switch, switching and transitioning into sort of more things relevant um, in not relevant in a, in a positive way, but just more around our Bally with what we talk about here on this show. Um, last week, we talked about Donda and, uh, you know, certified lover boy has, has been out now. Uh, <laughs> and that, that that's the new thing, right? That that's the that's the new jam. Uh, and that's, you know, it's been funny because there's been so many memes and just people just taking advantage of, you know, th- this this sort of time, right? Two releases by two of our more influential artists, major artists. Uh, I just thought it was a, a very funny week on social media. <laughs> and, you know. <laughs> you know I'm here for the internet swirl. I mean, I think like shouts. Every brand jumped on the bandwagon for Certified Lover Boy, But let me say, like, Certified Lover Boy. <laughs> well done, KFC. You know, and I think it's funny. I, you know, as I sip here on Labor Day with my giant Aperol spritz. Speaking of Aperol spritz, you you, you want to uh, share with the with the uh, with the class? <laughs> I do. I also have a. You know, I'm not necessarily one of those people, but for those who care, it is officially Labor Day when this episode comes out. You guys, it's you can officially say it's pumpkin spice on Halloween season oh, without me getting on. Married. It's not, but it's. I'm not. not one of those people. I'm not a pumpkin spice girl. I think if I had a Spice Girl name, my name probably would be Pumpkin Spice. But <laughs> it, you know, so of course everybody knows, Not right? Bad. The summer season, unofficially Memorial Day to Labor Day, right? That's what most people view summer as. 
And so today, you know, you kind of got that vibe out there. It's a nice day here in, in New York City. People were people were out in the streets. Gabby, we, we were, were out in the streets. I was say, we, we were out in the streets. Um which is why I want to talk about this, this this Aperol spritz. So we were spritzing in the streets. Well, I was, I was gonna say, yeah, I was not spritzing, but you ordered an Aperol spritz, and you had an interesting addition to your Aperol spritz that you were. You were what a beautiful drink, by the way. Can we talk about that? <laughs> this episode is not sponsored by Aperol, everyone. But, but, but if Aperol wants to sponsor us, please, by all means. <laughs> I mean, I've, I basically have enough in my apartment to seem like I'm a sponsored participant. I Do you remember a couple of years ago, by the way, when the, I think it was the New York Times or the Post that came out with an article being like, Aperol spritz, not that great. And the people of New York, like, revolted. <laughs> they had to, like, publish a follow-up article. Being like, all right, maybe it is pretty good. We, we hear you. I guess you guys do like this drink. It's funny. Uh, April, yeah, April Spritz is, uh, I mean, I, I like it when I, uh, it's it's one of the things I have to be in the mood for, though. It's not something I order all the time. It's, you know, it's a, it's a very, it's a, in the mood specific. But, Gabby, your April Spritz came with an addition, an interesting addition. So, I, I do want to set the stage, right? The place that we were at <laughs> in the Upper West Side, <laughs> Gossip Girls. <laughs> Well, Gossip Girl's on the Upper East Side. So, I yeah. know. Well, we're going Upper West Siders. This all is right, the motherfucking right. remix episode, Gerard, okay? It's your boy Gabby and your girl Gerard. All right. All right. Chill. Chill. <laughs> Here in these streets. But, you know, a Bloody Mary, fine. Put something savory in there, right? Like a little mm-hmm. snack, a little olive. You know, mm-hmm. I, I prefer a little bacon in mine because I'm a muscular lady. You know what I'm saying? But... I've never seen an olive in a spritz. No. The weirdest part about it is, you know, and, and this was a, a fun restaurant, like great outdoor seating. Everything mm-hmm. was like large and mm-hmm. in charge. Large and in charge. Of the, you know, yes, like correct. you order a bread and it comes like in like a 10 pound <laughs> thing of bread, you know. <laughs> I ordered a side of pickles and I think I had like six pickles sliced up. I don't know why they segregated the two types of pickles. Like, why can't we all just get along? But like, I think... The fact that they put one sole olive <laughs> in this spritz, I was both intrigued and offended at the same time. I want to know why. I want to know how. I want to know was this on purpose? Was this by mistake? So in in, in the in the interim from uh, us going, I, I did do a little bit of Google searching, and there are some people who that's what they do. They it is it is heavy. You know they 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 do put uh, olives in the apérol spritz. It's not a not as uncommon as you think. I would love to know more about these people. How do they live their lives? <laughs> like, do they clean their sneakers? I don't think they do. <laughs> do they clean their sneakers? Because if you put an nope. uh, when you put an olive in an April spritz, that's it. You're out. I mean, that to me is like you might be a serial killer. Like, I don't know what you're gonna do next. If you're like an olive in a spritz is a good decision. Olive on a martini, fine. Bloody Mary, Correct. great. Right. Spritz, spritz? You're, you're a little, you're a little dubious. A little dubious. All right. Fair Are enough. you gonna stab me? I don't know. Are you gonna hug me? Maybe. <laughs> I guess we'll never know. Oh, my God. And on that note, friends, <laughs> stay tuned. we got a special guest coming up next. Don't go away. What's good, everybody? We are back. Gabby, we're not alone. We are joined by former professional basketball player turned entrepreneur, Haran Hargrave, a.k.a. H2O. What's up, my man? What's going on, man? That's a great introduction. I like that. <laughs> getting off to a great start. Listen, listen. I, I I try to make sure people get hyped about our guests and they're feeling it. So, you know, Huron, thank you for joining us, of course. And I see, of course, you and Gabby got to go with your Knicks. Uh, your, your Knicks colors. Listen, <laughs> I, 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 you know, y'all brought it up because you had to bring your cups out. So I'm going to go there. 
Um, look. There we go. Let's go, Gerard. It's a holiday. All, all I'm saying is be happy with where you're at. Progress is not linear, okay? Sometimes it's ups and downs, peaks and valleys. I know y'all been in a valley for a long time. Hopefully, this is your way up out of the valley now heading towards a peak. But you don't go from the valley to the top of Everest in one season, okay? That ain't how this game is played. That's not what that's not what your man LeBron says, but okay. <laughs> well, wait. First of all, why LeBron's gonna be my man? You know, I always gotta be LeBron. I don't know. He's not my man. Oh well, we we know that. We know that. Not mine either. <laughs> so this, this is this is the anti-LeBron James podcast, apparently. Okay. Anti. It's like the neutral. <laughs> no, I'm neutral on LeBron James. You are a hater, and I don't know enough about Haran yet to find out if he's a hater or not. We're gonna find out. Oh, he's a yeah, he's a hater. All right, so. <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> All right, Harad. So we're we're going to start at the beginning where we start with so many of our of our guests. When did you first fall in love with sneakers? Oh, I mean, that's been a part of my my whole life. I would say, like my whole since I was a child. Like, like I've always loved sneakers. Um, I've always loved to match. Like, just like from even like I wear like. My staple is like wearing headbands and stuff like that, like when I'm playing on the court and stuff. So and I love to match my uniforms. I would literally go and nope, see what what color I asked, what color we just so I have my headband, match my sneakers. And, you know, you know, they say 80 uh, percent of feeling good is looking good. You know what I mean? So I always like to look the part look nice and match on that court. And then you always stand you stand out, you know, when you match your sneakers with the uniform and everything, it's uh. So since I was a kid, I've always loved sneakers. I would say since I was about, you know, seven, eight years old. Okay. And what was that first pair when you were younger that you remember that like, yo, I love these? Mm, I, I would say there was a the pair that I, it was, uh, it was some Nike, it was a Nike, like Air Max. I couldn't remember, like Air Max that I had. I wore them so much. They were like my favorite pair of sneakers to the point where I had holes in them. <laughs> like, seriously. Um, it was, uh, you know, that was one of my favorite sneakers because they were like durable. And my mother would be like, why do you keep wearing these same sneakers? You have all of these sneakers. And I'm like, but I love them. Like, you know what I mean? And that was, those were my kicks. So Air Max, yeah. I like that. And so we, we mentioned that you uh former professional basketball player. So mm-hmm. let's talk about your basketball journey. Um, yeah. where did it begin and, and what, who were some, some players as you were growing, you model or tried to model your game after? Okay. So, um, I've been playing ball since it was, you know, since I was three years old, I would say, you know, my mother, uh, put the ball in my hands. She used to run basketball tournaments. Okay. My mother used to run, run tournaments and Mark Jackson, Anthony Mason, they all like played in my mom's tournament. Um, you know, so it was, uh, it was then that I really fell in love with the game since a little child. And, um, and that literally kept me on a straight and narrow to, uh, to, to do what I had to do. You know what I mean? And that's why I feel like it opened so many doors for me and my life and, and my journey. And it like, it kept me out, out of the streets. It kept me away from, you know, all the, the, the violence that could have occurred when I was in New York, you know, living in New York. And, um, it was just a blessing to, um you know have uh have something like that as an outlet so i've been playing since a child and my favorite player um was scotty pippen mm. you know, people would think it was michael jordan but it was uh, actually scotty pippen um i used to just love his all-around game he would guard the uh 
he would guard the the best defenders. He would, you know, play and not really play so hard. And I, I really feel like the Bulls would not have won um, those championships like that if he wasn't uh, around. If he wasn't on the team, I I don't think Jordan won six rings. You know what I mean? But um, and then after that was Allen Iverson. So that was a player that I kind of like mimicked my game after. I wore number three because of Allen Iverson as well. Um, and uh, I just, I got tattoos when I was young because of Allen <laughs> Iverson, you know. Uh, and he just was, you know, he was flashy on the court and he played like he was a smaller guy like myself and he uh, had that never give up attitude. And um, I love that about him. I, you know, it was, it's a lot of things that I kind of mimic, you know, I was super quick. The crossover, but I, I, I think I'm a better shooter than Allen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Look at that! Hey, listen, you gotta, That's you have you. to hype like yourself, it. or because ain't nobody else gonna hype you. So you gotta, you gotta let people know. Yeah. I like that. So you, you're on the AAU circuit, I assume, right? Playing ball, doing all that. I actually, um, I really wasn't on the AAU circuit. Okay. My story is insane, man. I only played one year of high school basketball and made it to Division One ball. Wow. Um, I only played my senior year at uh, Campus Magnet High School. Quick story um, that can be very long. I, I went to junior high school that uh, had the ninth grade in it. Lloyd Banks, uh, the the artist, the yeah, rapper, yeah. he went to my junior high okay. school. Christopher okay. Lloyd, okay. he's a little older than me and stuff, but um, he went there as well. So uh, I stayed for my ninth grade year. So when I came into high school, people thought I was a freshman. I was actually a sophomore. I broke my left wrist. My sophomore year in high school, wiped out a whole season, came back, worked out really hard, came back ready for my junior year, broke my left uh, left arm. Wow. My junior year. So wiped that whole people don't notice about me. a lot of people don't notice. So I literally only had my senior year to play and go hard and like, you know, and I did it and I I, I went Real hard. I made all uh, Queens first team. I made honorable mention all city. Um, but I also I didn't have the grace. I had to go to junior college and stuff. I had to go that route. I went to a division three junior college my mm. freshman year. And um, that's like impossible to become a division one player after going division mm-hmm. three mm-hmm. junior college and stuff. So um, I, I worked really hard. I, you know, I went from not even supposed to be in on that team because I was trying to go to prep school because I only played one year high school basketball. I'm like, I need to play another year. But that didn't work out. So um, my my people and stuff was like, you got to go somewhere. Thank you, folks. A little bit of technical difficulties. You know how that goes. But Haran, you were in the middle of your story. So you broke your your wrist, your arm. You only played one year high school ball, went to JUCO, and you got picked up by San Diego State? No, Sacramento State. Sacramento State, yeah. Okay, so okay. Big Scott Conference, I uh, wind up leading them and scoring my senior year, broke the three-point record, hit nine threes in one game against, uh, uh, sorry, University of Denver. Uh, also st- hold the single-game steals record with nine steals against Illinois State. Um, you know, thereafter, I played in, you know, the NBA D-League, played overseas in Europe, and, um, you know, and... You know, I still then started playing street ball and stuff. And when I came back home from uh, Romania, I I went and played in a, a summer league. Well, it was the spring league, mm-hmm. Hoops in the Sun. And that's where I got the name H2O. I hit 57 points, hit 12 threes. And 
Yeah, that name stuck, and I made it into my business. <laughs> I love it, H2O. So, but before, what was the experience like playing overseas? You were in Romania. What were some other cool cities? And you know what? I feel like most people, because they're young when that happens, they don't really appreciate the fact that they're over there, right? Like, was it the same for you? Yeah, I mean, I kind of like stayed in my room a lot, um, worked out, you know, two times a day, um, and just kind of just uh, allowed. Just I was super focused on basketball, so I wasn't actually able to like see the city like I wanted to. Um, it, it's a it's a like almost like a military focus when you're um, in another place and you're playing and you you want to keep your job. It's not like the NBA where you got guaranteed contracts. <laughs> and you could play. 10, 20, like a whole season where you just suck and still have your guaranteed money. Like they don't do that overseas. You got, you play one to two bad games, you could be sent home. So it's, uh, you got to be on your, your P's and Q's at all time. Um, I was, I played in Romania, Hungary, China. I played in DR, played in Puerto Rico, Mexico. Uh, yeah. Colombia, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, you know, and then, you know, I started playing the three on three fever, three on three. I'm actually, I've been working out, running a lot more, getting um I'm actually gonna be going to Boston to play in the uh, Red Bull three on three. Red Bull has started up the three on three thing. So I'm getting back into the fold with that. And it's not about me, it's not about anybody else. It's about me. Like I always like to challenge myself to see if I can, you know, I do all this stuff and a lot of people forget what my roots are. Like, you know what I mean? Some people don't even know I play basketball and I don't talk about it that much. You know, I just uh, you know, it's if you ask me a question, I'll tell you all of this stuff. And it's like, wow, uh, I just thought you were, you know, just a guy who, you know, does ball for peace and like and, and do community events. But, um, you know, I, that's something that keeps me going. You know, sports keeps me going. Like, you know, I'm competing against, again, myself. Like, can I still do that? Like, you know what I mean? Uh, can I get better at what can I get better at now? Like, so um I love it. You know, some people will be like, yo, just sit down. You've done enough. You've proven yourself. You did it when it counted, right? I did it when it really counted, when, you know, playing ball and when it was. Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer. And I'm here to talk to you about ButcherBox. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at ButcherBox.com slash Dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal 
ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Everybody was playing ball. You know, everybody your age was playing ball. Now it's, you know, everybody my age isn't still playing ball. You know, it's like, you know, they have families and this and that. And I still love the game. So I, I coach it. I train it. I train people. I play it. I referee. I do a lot of different things. And um, I like to look dope when I'm doing it, too. Even my <laughs> referee shoes. I like I got some nice all black Nikes. And, you know, it's just it's a, just a different style, man. Like. So I believe that getting back to sneakers is always the look, you know, and a lot. Um, I don't care about like the names of sneakers all the time. I like really like to match and like, you know, and, and, and you know, some some people are like some some sneakers that people wouldn't even think are cool. Right. They look cool. Like I like the way they look. Now I'll buy them. You know, I've been to like even places like Ross or like. You know, Marshall. Sometimes you find some gems and stuff in there, and it's like, you know, I'm 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 all about that. And it doesn't matter when you get them. Some like people like Gabby love to get on those, those uh, lists and everything. And like, I never went on the list though. I just want to like say it on record for the ninety millionth time. <laughs> I never went on a list. I'm forever waiting and getting shut down by the bouncer. Like, am I not cute enough, you guys? Like, what's going on here? So somebody like me, they can release them four months prior. If I see them somewhere later and I like them, I'm going to go get them. Like, you know what I mean? I don't need to be first, but if I have them, cool. Like, you know. Those are the best kind of pickups though, right? And I think, I love that you talk about Ross and Marshalls and some of these other stores and about style. I think, you know, we're, we're from the New York, New Jersey area. Queens is a big part of basketball culture in New York. And New York is a basketball town, even though we might not have been the best team for a few years, but you know. Peaks right. and valleys, as a wise man once said. But talk about how Queens has influenced not just your playing style, but your style on and off the court. Well, Queens, I feel, is the, the, the borough that um, a lot of talent comes from. And we have to go to other boroughs to showcase it a lot. You know, a lot of people don't come to Queens, you know, because it's a two-fair zone. Like, you got to have get the bus to the train. Like, you know what I mean? Or, like, somebody like myself, I live close... I lived in Queens and Long Island, you know, um, living in Rosedale for uh, about 15 years. And then I, I lived in Jamaica, Queens for a long time. But we all had the bus to go to the train. Like, you know, so a lot of people just don't like to come out there. So but being from Queens, we had to go a lot of other places. So it was very cool. Like for us, like I would love to go uptown and go to the Bronx or here, but they don't come here. So we actually get the best of all boroughs, right? Because we're actually going places and um and seeing more. When people are like, I'm from Harlem, so I'm just gonna stay in Harlem. Like it is like, okay, but there's a whole nother town over here that you don't know about. 
And that's something that like uh, Queens guys do, you know, um, Queens, you know, people, I should say, you know, LL Cool J said it best, like when he was on a come up, he was talking about how he had to go to these different boroughs and linking with certain people. And that's how, you know, you expand your network by doing that. Some people just have their little network and that be that. And they don't, they, they don't broaden the horizon. A lot of people don't even leave their blocks, but people from Queens, we all out. So I, I love being from Queens. Um, but one of the things is that we don't really get too much support from others because we're so uh, independently built. You know what I mean? So like, I'll just, I'll go to an event or a party by myself. Some people wouldn't even think twice about going somewhere by themselves if they didn't have 10 people with them. You know what I mean? And it's not about no big thing or anything like that. It's just they feel the need to have people around them. But being from Queens and growing up in Queens have made me super independent and super like uh, self-efficient. So um, I, I, I love my borough. Um, you know, I love my city, but I love Queens a lot. And um, that's where like, you know, doing things for my, my borough is uh, very big for me. You know, it means a lot to me. So you mentioned, obviously, um, your nickname H2O and your company's H2O Basketball. So what are some of the things you do with that, that your company and what are some of the things you do for your neighborhood and for the community of Queens? So since before I even started my company, I, uh, I started something called Queens Day, right? And uh, me and my, my guy, Dave Buckner, we started Queens Day for all the senseless acts of violence that was going on in our community. Um, my best friend, Mark Arrington, he got killed. He got shot up in Hollis, Queens. And um a very sad day for me you know what i mean and i, I want to come back i was in college i was at uh, sacramento state at the time i wanted to come back and do something positive and so we started that you know queen's day basketball tournament uh, iron man basketball tournament we gave out a thousand dollars because we know basketball sports brings people together but we, you know we play basketball so basketball brings people together we know that for a fact if you're playing five on five pickup yeah west fourth you have to park right and you know, I don't care what color you are. I don't care if you're Asian, uh, Indian, whatever. We're trying to stay on that court. So basketball is bringing us together. We're actually trying to find out what you do best so that we can continue to have you do that. If you're a great rebound, rebounder, like re rebound, right? If you're a great passer, pass the ball. If you're a great shooter, shoot. And we use everybody's strengths in basketball and in sports. We use their strengths. Only outside of sports, a lot of times we, we're telling people what they can't do a lot. Like you, you suck at this, or you, you know, you're not that good at writing essays, right? Like I know I'm not. Like that's why I'm here in school, right? You know what I'm saying? But you know, and, and life itself is just like, hey, you, you, you grew up in a poverty-struck-in area. I know that, right? It's like, so how are you gonna help me, right? How are we gonna get better? And we don't have answers like that. We only have uh, put-downs, and, and and a lot of that. Um, so with that. I started ASO basketball where I coach, I train, I mentor kids and now like, you know, independently. And then I started working with different companies like the Harlem Children's Zone, uh, YMCA's, Boys and Girls Clubs and all these different organizations to the point where I was like, I got to do this by myself and do it on my own. And that's where I built my own, uh, you know, my own AU team, ASO basketball. A lot of my kids aged out. I started with them in the fourth grade and I used to just every year go up with them. And now like they were all like seniors in high school. And I'm like, shit, like I'm getting old, bro. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, you know, some of them going off to college and now and it's like, wow, bro. Like, you know, but I never I didn't move back with my H2O team. I and I was coaching by myself. And I, that's something I have to do if I'm gonna continue to move it forward because it's a new wave of players coming. And um 
you know, I, I, I would just focus on my one team. You know, I would put them in tons of tournaments and stuff like that. And, and that was like my first bunch of babies, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, moving forward, you know, I, I started the, 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 um, ace tour basketball, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Queens, we started out as Queens day and then it grew. And then we started doing, we went to, uh, one time the, the park that we did at Roy Wilkins park, they had like their 75th year anniversary. And they're like, Hey, we love what you did in the park can you do a week of that? Like, and I'm like, uh, yeah, I can see. So then it became Queens week. Like we had face painting for the kids, like clowns and uh, bouncy houses and all that stuff. And it was just a great experience and a great day. And, um, we made it happen. And, um, um, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, uh, I, I just wanted to do more for my community and, uh, try to shed light on all the senseless acts of violence that was going on in my community. And, you know, and that led into Balling for Peace, which, you know, I've been doing for a couple of years now, too. Tell us more about Balling for Peace and, you know, how H2O kind of led you into that and, like, all the good work that you're doing for the community with scholarships and merch and all that good stuff. If you've seen, like, recently I had, like, posted something from the New York Post in my stories. New York Post has been covering me and and, uh, the Queens Chronicle and stuff like that, but for uh, Queen's Day, which became Queen's Week. Um, and, you know, I was doing that for a while. And then um, my partner had a, a child, he had a baby. And then it was like, man, I don't want to continue to do that by myself. So I want to, you know, uh, and we kind of like fell out with, with that because it's like, we're all growing up now. And it was like, you know, I'm not, you know, it takes a lot to do these things. So it's like, you know, he has a child to raise and I'm like, I don't have a child, but you know, I don't really want to do that particular event anymore without him. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, I, uh, the, the whole Mike Brown and Eric Gardner situation happened and I'm like, we need to do something, you know? And, um, that's when I started balling for peace and, um, and I had the celebrity charity sporting events and, um, I know that celebrities have a lot, a louder outreach, you know, from me doing Queens week, I like, it was cool, but you know, it's still local. Going for peace is like low key global now, you know, and it's um, a lot of people know about it at least nationally. And um, we're pushing to go global with it and stuff as well too. Um, Before COVID happened, we want to do the road to peace tour, Um, you know, sporting events. So we did the basketball, we did the flag football, uh, we did bowling this year. We added softball and um, we did that. The first softball game, I wanted to do something outside because of COVID. Right. And um, it's really hard to get gyms and colleges to say, OK, you can have your basketball game. So I was like, if I'm going to do a softball game, why not do it across the street from Yankee Stadium, you know, where they won 27 championships and um, the, the just the 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 aura of it and the 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 beauty of the background of, of Yankee Stadium was amazing in my head. And it came out from my head to just seeing it in real life was just so dope, you know, and I did the NYPD versus Bowling for Peace All-Stars and um, I got the community, cops and community involved and, um, you know, with the celebrity touch and it was perfect. You know, we had a lot of coverage from that, um, but I want to continue to do these things. You know, it's uh, like a lot of times I do it and it feels like, boom, it's, great, wonderful, but then it's like, ah, then I just sit back and go back to regular life for a little while. Like, you know, it's 
So I want to continue to do these things and make sure that um, the people know about it. And I always say the right yes can change everything. And that's what I really believe in. You know, even with y'all show, y'all show is dope. But you got to keep pushing and keep going. You can do some dope stuff. But if the right people don't see it, then it's like, you know, you know, it's, it's, you'll keep going until you get that yes that you need, you know. But what's to say? You could be, guys can be on complex and this and that and third, like, it has, you know, it's a wonderful show. So keep pushing. That's my uh, advice to you guys with that. It's an amazing thing that you guys have. People, a lot of people start stuff and don't finish. Mm-hmm. No doubt. You know? <laughs> so you got to keep going. You know what I'm saying? It's dope. And that's some some of the words of encouragement that I can give you. But um, Falling for Peace has been um, a blessing. Uh, year seven now. Um, Queens mm-hmm. Week, year 11 now. Um, you know, it's just having to have those things happen and people kind of uh, look forward to them every year, it can be, oh, like, oh, man, I got to... And then you got to get better every year, yeah. too. Like Now we went we went from just jersey tops to, you know, um, or, or T-shirts to full-fledged jerseys this year. So shout-out to Wooter Apparel. And it's just like, I... Um, when you see the vision, you put in what you get out. You, or you get out what you put in, I'm sorry. Um, and you just want to every year elevate a little bit more, you know, and um, that's that's what I'm doing. You know, I'm kind of taking the things that I've learned from Bowling for Peace and, you know, implementing them into Queens Week and stuff because people, they look at what I've done with Bowling for Peace and they, they don't expect anything less. So I can't half-ass Queens Week, you know what I mean? I, I have to go all out for that as well, too. Um, and it's very unique. The game itself is amazing, man. Like this game is 21 by ones and twos, two game elimination. Uh, it's 20 minute running time. So every possession counts. You got to play man to man defense. So people have fun. It's not only just, it's not just your typical basketball game. It's like, and then you, the winning team is $5,000. So, you know, everybody exciting to watch too. Everybody gets involved. Yeah, yeah. So you get some good basketball players and stuff like that, and you know it's uh it's amazing for me. I don't, I don't, I've never played in it. I get to just sit back and and just watch some good basketball and just. Um, last year was an amazing year because we had the first time we had three courts. We were able to do three courts at one time, so it kind of went quick. And then this was the first year that we had like ways for teams to pay to get us to pay before other than us having to run down and, and, hey, can you get me give me $200 for the deposit or this, that, and a third? So me and Buck used to run around like chickens with our head cut off trying to get everybody deposited. Sometimes, honest, honest story, people would come to the park without fully paying of the day of and look at a team and be like, oh, no, nah, they in it? Nah, I ain't going to be in it. You know you don't get any run out of this school or they would combine with other teams and it's like, Yo, what is going? So that would mess up our whole bracket. So now that we have Cash App, Zelle, and all these other ways, PayPal, and get paid, it felt like a whole different ball game. Like we were super organized when it came down to that. We already knew all the teams and stuff. Um, I was looking forward to Gabby being a part of it this year uh, again. I might be, I might be virtual, but virtual. Um, I I do want to talk about that though, because I think, you know, I was fortunate enough to be there last year and uh, to help you out and help bring your vision to life. And I think like you were really bold and I don't, it was when the world was starting to open up, we didn't know where things were headed, 
events weren't back yet. I felt like you were the first. And I felt like it was really inspiring and invigorating, not just for me, but like for the community and just seeing how people responded. So I'd love for you to talk a little bit more about like, I know you start to talk about some of the changes from last year to this year, but like last year, your involvement with NYPD and reaching out like with everything going on in the world, like that's a major moment. How are you kind of taking that and, and continuing to tell that story this year? So um, with NYPD last year, um, they weren't giving out any permits for parks. I'm like, uh, I'm like on top of everything when it comes down to that. So I'm like, I need my permit. I don't care what's going on. Like they're like, we're not giving any permits. So I said, I still want a uh, police uh, presence. And they're like, we can't guarantee it. So I'm like, dude, like I'm doing a, I'm doing a peaceful event, basketball game. So I'm like talking to the community affairs uh, uh, director and everything. Like, this is why people in communities, right. And the cops and community, we butt heads is because I'm trying to do something positive, right? I'm trying to do something positive. And you guys are telling me, we'll see if we can come. Like, mm -hmm. dude, I don't want to have to look around and be like, oh, my event might get shut down because I have these people here. So, and I, and I told them just like that, I'm doing my event. It's going to happen. I would love it if you guys can be there. So, you know, they gave me, I don't know, it's COVID, this, that, and the third. You could do it at your own leisure. And it's like, I'm going to do it. So I get a call in the morning, that morning, uh, while I'm at the park. And um, they're like, hey, Mr. Hargrave, we're over there in the corner if you need us. Like, you know, uh, you know, we're right over there. So I went over there, walked to them, you know, dapped them up and stuff. And like, thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, we took pictures and everything. And, and that's the type of stuff. And I said, this is what we need. The people need to see you, not just for when something bad is happening. You know what I mean? So when something good is happening as well, too, you stand there, you guys are having a good time as well. And they had a, a wonderful time. So um, that's just something that, again, bridging that gap. Let's have these conversations. Let's, you know, be OK with community uh, policing. Like, you know what I mean? We should have our police and the community, not just when it's bad things happening, you know, Um even down to when you're getting tickets, these people like these cops are like they're walking around and, and just giving out tickets. Right. And, and, and I've gotten a ticket before from walking from my car to get the uh, going to the meter. And I come back and I'm like, hey, I went to. the. Well, I'm sorry. I already started the process. It's like, dude, I didn't even get like, how are you? Oh, well, just, you know, just tell them that and they'll just, uh, you know, they'll throw it out. Like, it's like, I have to go through a whole right. process. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So those conversations need to be had. We need to come together a little bit more. And, um, but again, a little bit this year, I'm going to do an FDNY game versus uh, NYPD uh, at Queens Week. So we're doing two days. Okay. Last year we did one day. We're going to come back. for two. So we're going to bring the final four teams back. Uh, it's going to be 12 teams. The final four comes back for Sunday. And then we'll do a FDNY game. We're going to do a high school game and a middle school basketball game. And then the, the final four play. And then you have some performances. And um, doing events like this allows people who have, haven't been able to do uh, or sell anything with their business. A lot of these vendors have, haven't had events to do. Yeah. So yeah. when I did Queens Week, they were like, thank you so much. Like, you know, this all selling out, you know, the food, uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, 
shirts, all that. So it was a, a great thing. And people don't realize that. Even the referees, they're getting paid. Everybody's getting paid to come out and do a job that, you know, during a time where people didn't know how they could get money. You know, I felt like I created ways for people to actually still feel feel good. You know what I mean? And working with, with the Knicks, with Gabby and stuff like that, we were, you know, we were doing a lot of that stuff and then it just halted. Like, so it was like... That, you know, w- w- what you're doing, Haran, with Bomb for Peace, with Queens of Week and all this stuff, to tie it back to sneakers, this is what we often talk about, the community aspect of it, right? Like, you mentioned, yo, cops, this shouldn't just be a thing where you guys just show up when you're trying to bang somebody's head in or whatever. Like, that's not, like, you should know the people in this community, the business owners, whatever, the people who who are here, who are here all the time. And so when you, what you're doing is creating, I mean... <laughs> use the word again community right where everyone works together right to solve their individual needs right business people are getting their wares sold right cops are getting to know people people in the community are getting to know the cops so it's not a thing where when they see you on the street and let's say some adverse event happens it's like wait but i know jim smith because i've I've been doing queen's i've been doing queen's with him for the last three weeks or last three years you know all right, Jim, tell me what's going on here, right? Like you, there is a level of familiarity and a way in which everybody can speak. And again, listen, man, you, people tell you this all the time, I'm sure you're doing the Lord's work, right? Cause it, Thank cause you. it, cause it's not difficult. It's not easy. Excuse me. It is yeah. really, really hard to do what you're doing, but that, that comes from a genuine place of love, right? Because you, you want to see your community do well. And that's, that's what it's all about. But folks, Haran's not going anywhere because y'all know what's coming up next. America's favorite segment, Shoe and Tell, presented by Another Lane. Don't go away. What's good, everybody? We are back, and you know what time it is. America's favorite segment, Shoe and Tell, presented by Another Lane. You know, listen, Chad and Adina, greatest people on earth. We love them. They are our sponsors of this segment. You know, we always talk about community, and we had a great time talking with uh, Haran about what he's doing in Queens. I mean, this is what Chad and Adina are doing in the sneaker community, right? Building people, everybody getting together, talking about their love for these amazing things, right? So make sure you check out anotherlane.com, people, what they're doing over there. All right, Haran, the floor is yours, my man. Show us what you got. All right, so I'm, you know, I'm a ball player. So I have, uh, at a point in time, it was like you try to stay away from injuries and things of that nature. And Kobe Bryant came out with these, these, uh, these Kobe, Kobe nines, right? These Kobe nines elite. Um, I've never worn them. The L.A. Lakers color. Did you see the oh, purple and see the, oh, with look the, the ankle bottom. support? Look at that. Ankle support. Needed these. You know what I mean? I got the Kobe Nines Elite. Never worn. And now that you know, uh, God rest his soul. You know, um, people are like you, you shouldn't wear them. Like just keep letting the value go up um, on them and stuff. But I don't. I like sneakers. When I see them. Sometimes I will never wear them, right? And, you know, and I know I'm not gonna wear them. I just love to have them, and um, I'm not. I wouldn't call myself like a super sneaker head, but I love good sneakers, right? I love like to play in sneakers as well too. Sometimes I'll buy sneakers twice. And stuff. <laughs> um, and these right here, the, the Kobe Tens, right here again, oh. never worn. Never worn Kobe Tens. Like that. High high. Like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, and, uh, you know, so um, I also, I, the, the story about those, I saw them, one of my, one of my homeboys had them on, and I'm like, man, those are fire, and um, I, like, bought them, and just was like, I, I, 
didn't plan on not wearing them, but it's just, you know, you move from places. It's like, you know, I'm not going to force wearing a pair of sneakers. Sometimes you just got to. And then when with me as a ball player, when I'm comfortable with a, a pair of sneakers when I'm playing, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes I'll just rock out with those. Um, I have a tons. I have tons. I don't know how many I can show, but these are the Grinch uh, Omori Stoudemire's Christmas Day releases. Uh, Air Max Omori's Nike Never Worn Again. Like I That's do have stat. These are the stats. I like them. I have to say, it's very interesting that Amari has a pair in the Grinch colorway. Because <laughs> I gotta say one thing. Oh Lord. Shana Tova, Amari. Uh, yeah, that's, that's right. Ha- and and by the way, to you, uh, Gabby, uh, Shana Tova. Oh, you. you know, Happy New Year. See, you're fifty something something. I don't. I, I don't. It's five thousand something. I shall know. I don't know what the rest of the yeah, something. Yeah, we old. <laughs> yeah, we wow. old. <laughs> I'm aging like a fine Manischewitz. <laughs> Manischewitz. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, I, and and right here i have some uh some kds oh i love a kd hey wait hold that up a little bit yeah i like that that's one of the earlier models kds yeah yeah yes, yeah yes yes kds that's a comfortable shoe do you do you hoop in those never worn oh okay let's do I'm gonna start calling you instead of H2. I'm gonna call you Mr. Deadstock. Deadstock. Mr. Mr. Never, Mr. Never Worn, right? <laughs> Never Worn. Um, and uh, I have uh, I have another pair of KDs. The, um, I love when people literally go into their closet to fit. I like those. Shoes. That makes me so happy. I like those. That's a great colorway. Yep. That's yeah. like a Queens Week colorway there, H. Yes. That looks like those jerseys you posted. Mm-hmm. For Queens Week, exotic. I, I like that. that. Purposefully uh, done. These are the um, Texas, uh, Texas uh, Longhorns. Longhorns mm-hmm, mm-hmm. edition that he had put out. That um, to me is I go to Queen, find me a queen. <laughs> One of the and now uh, these are, these are something I, I picked up in like China. I don't. I these nice. Are, yeah, picked up the, some Brazilian. There was a Brazilian. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> Those are cool. And guys. I have like they come with different color shoelaces and different. Oh colors. yeah, yeah. Again, never worn. I like them. I like those. What is your favorite pair that you rock currently? Um, even if I we actually, don't have it to show, I gotta ask. Like one for life and one for hooping. I want to know both so of those. I, I I rock a lot of Air Force ones right now. I I have the. Uh, uh, like a uh they're the army color green mm-hmm. air force air forces yeah, headband. yeah. <laughs> gotta have it a headband with a so um I, I wear those i wore those um even in the winter time like and i wear like my pea coats with the hoodies it's like super dope and um ripped jeans of course <laughs> but um yeah and then um i'm you know i i i started working with Nike um over cool. the summer and doing um I'm a national camp director with Nike so I started doing that so I had to wear a lot of my Nike sneakers all the time so I would I went into my stash started wearing some of my low cut Kobe's and different uh sneakers that I have um and started hooping in them um I wish I could show you they glow in the dark and stuff um pretty dope I don't I'm not good with the the names of everything I just buy them like I said and um <laughs> That's what matters at the end of the day, though. Like that's the right. name is—it's if, if you like it. That's right. And it that's makes what matters. You happy. That's honestly all that matters. Like yeah. 
there's different names for the same pairs of kicks. Exactly. Argue. It's like the, you know, it's like how many, you know, Jordan retro, like 11, there's a billion of them. Like, right. It's just yeah. like, whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I'm, I'm heavy into Adidas as well, too. I'm, um, I wear a lot of Adidas cause they feel comfortable. Okay. Like Adidas yep. sneakers as well, too. Um, I like to wear the, the track suits and things of that nature. Okay. I so, like um, it. And again, I match with everything. So I'm so always. Say, do you ever mix brands though? Mm-hmm. You see, there yeah. you go. We don't play that game. We don't play that game. If I see somebody with some three stripes on and Nike shoes, I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Uh, if they're a little kid. If they're a little kid, I'll give no, them a pass. Nah, nah, nah. Like, yo, yo, know, mom's like. You know what I tell little kids? I go said, to Coles, get him an Adidas not- t-shirt. Wear Nikes and Adidas. I don't care what it is. You can't have a Nike shirt on with Adidas shorts. Nothing. I don't care if you're two. I don't care. I, yeah. if, if you're a hundred, I don't care. It don't matter. That is that is a no. That is a faux pas. We don't play that game. No. Yo, I, I, I go to the stage where like if I'm like if I'm let's say I'm like wearing my Stan Smiths, I'm out or whatever, and I grab masks, right? I'm like, oh, I'm grabbing my Adidas mask, right, to go with it. Like, but if I if I have my Nike slides on, I'm not putting on that Adidas mask. You crazy? Like, no. No way. Can't do it. I didn't know this about you. Listen, can't do it, man. Can't do can't it. Can't do it. You see, there you, you go. Exactly. That's can't. why you gotta rock the neutrals in between, like the plain black leggings, the NBA mask. See that that, that that's what like you ladies get to do. You 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 guys get to have the neutrals in the middle. Well, now you have an NBA mask too, Jerome. Oh, I do, okay? I do. Shouts to that's shouts to Gabby for for picking me up a little uh little NBA hey. mask. You know, do, doing it up. But Haram, man, this is dope. We really love and appreciate what you're doing, man. Tell the people where they can find you. Hey, you can find me. I got a couple of handles. You can find me at H. I'm going to make it quick. H205. That's the letter O, not zero. Find me at H2O Basketball, Balling for Peace. Go to ballingforpeace.org. If you, uh, you, you, anything that you want on that website, you can uh, buy your merch. If you put in the word donate, you get 20% off of everything. So um, Balling for Peace, B-A-L-L-I-N, the number four in the word peace, dot O-R-G. Uh, Find me there and, you know, whatever you need, hit me up on the, on the gram and, um, you know, and that'll be that, man. Um, hopefully, uh, I, I, I thank you guys for the show. Um, hopefully we can, uh, you know, share this with the people. No doubt. Then, no doubt. That's right. See, as, as he said, hit, hit me up on the gram. That's that's what the kids say. They always say, you know, anything you <laughs> hit need. Me gram, hit me on the Hit me on, on the gram. gram. That's, what, that's what the kids say, guys. <laughs> <laughs> as, as always, folks, you know where to find us. We are part of the Count the Dings family. We are on the Bomb Podcast feed. You can find us with the original Bomb Show. We can find us with Crazy Sexy Cool, Woke Bros, Growing Up the Same, Rap Names. We're all there. And, of course, we are at Kicks and Shit Show on all social media platforms. Until next time, peace.